0: Got a professional <laughs> UFC fighter on the line, so it's always a great time to get into, if someone smacks you, what's going on, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that food... I mean, fighting would be easier from outside the cage if people can chase you down, smack you occasionally. I am your host, Kevin. With me, of course, Raf Esparza. Raf, how are you before we introduce
1: our illustrious guest? Kevin, I have been attempted to be canceled. You? What did you do? Did you slap someone, or is this because of resurfacing footage? No, this is, of course, in the fact that, yes, like Gina Carano, I understand now what it's like to be silenced. Because, get this, on our YouTube channel, The Bathroom Brawl, I did a bit where I was doing a voiceover breaking down the brawl with Nate Diaz and one John Anik impressions. And it worked just fine for everybody including like barstool sports the same footage was being used but on youtube and on tiktok the footage was taken down due to violence and it begs the question why would you take down just ours i've seen it on those channels i don't understand why they're trying to silence us kevin that's really what it is
0: your impressions were that good it was (laughs) just violence
1: (laughs) It was just violence. However, I want to bring up one thing, which is after the slap that you're talking about with Galvo and Gordon, and we'll get to that in a second, as well as our guest. I did notice one thing. I put up that clip because they're basically copying something that Milton and I did during our 2019 WWE BJJ bit where I was eating food, one of the fighters' favorite foods before a fight, and I was eating gummy bears. And Milton slapped the hat off of my head. And it literally played verbatim like Gordon and Galvo. And I got news for you, Kevin. That one didn't get censored by TikTok. In fact, it was rewarded and currently stands at 80,000 views. Jeez. It's, I'm starting to think TikTok has it out
0: for you. You do have a Gino well, argument. Yours, <laughs> um.
1: Eh. <laughs> but can you think of the logical part of that, which is, oh, us doing a bit about somebody else getting slapped around, not acceptable. Me getting slapped around, perfectly fine. I'm too old for TikTok. This is why. Well, I know, I know. And we've been putting it off for years. But of course, the first clip of w- me getting beat up is TikTok gold. Anyway, we've wasted enough time. We should get to our guest. Great The a- guest question a- for him. Is he on TikTok? Mm. But you introduce him Well, we'll ask him, him right now. Yeah, yeah of course. You know, I always bring somebody for over under Kevin, who is a champion in many respects. This is a triple header championship pay-per-view. So I needed a big guest. Not only somebody who fights in the UFC, but somebody who has knockout power. Somebody who has exciting fights. Somebody who I know will really bring it to Kevin. So I decided to bring on UFC fighter Kai Kamaga. Kai, how are you doing, sir?
2: Um, doing good. You know just got finished of practice around like five o'clock, so kind of unwinding for tonight good to get for to the you <laughs> <laughs> well, let's ask
1: this Kai somebody slaps you in your face. do you stand there and just chill and follow up question were you surprised that was the way it happened with Gordon and Galvo
2: uh yeah i was I mean I was definitely surprised like. I don't know. He got slapped twice, is, from what I've seen. But not only that. I don't know. I I ask everybody what what's going on here. Like, what? And they all say like, "Oh, there's a backstory." But I'm like, I don't care what the backstory is. You got slapped twice. <laughs> like, like, like we're fighting. Like you know, like, um, I don't know. I that, I like that, your that just, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand it. I don't dip. I don't dip into, like, other, you know, other sports. I stay in MMA. Like, I don't talk crap about boxers. Boxing is what they do. I don't talk crap about jiu-jitsu guys. That's what they do, you know. But, like, at that point, they're fighting. You know, that you should be fighting at that point.
0: I like your other perspective, which is, like, what? why is this happening? People are like, well, there's backstory. You're like, who cares? (laughs) This is an interesting – because I had my own moment where I was like, wait, what is the backstory to this that they've kind of wanted to get a fight going? Raf, is there more backstory than that to why a slapping took place? Like that because to me, this escalates it, right? So, for yeah, example, Kai, you're nicknamed the Fighting Hawaiian. I've nicknamed myself the passive mainlander for this podcast specifically No. but fighting Hawaiian kind of suggests from the Hawaiian reputation smacking it's on
2: that used well, to I mean, yeah, I mean, you just say fight, and we're fighting, you know? <laughs> like, that's just the Hawaiian spirit. Like, we just want to get into, like, there's just, just some things that are just fun, and fighting is fun. Um, finding, you know, like, there's the fighting iris. There's all different types of cultures that like to fight. There's the Mexican style, and I believe we have our own. So, I mean, that's that I represent all of us.
1: I mean, Kai, I got to tell you, I appreciate that. I just know that when the slap happened, there were a lot of questions and people asked me, in particular, a number of them. For example, was there two slaps because the cameraman didn't actually record the second slap? He just heard it off screen, which begs the question: For Kevin, well, I, is this yeah, all? I, hot?
2: I heard. I heard. I watched a video, like a, a vid, like a like a remix video of Gordon Wright. Uh, he was like in the beginning of the interview and he was saying he slapped him twice. And then Mm -hmm. they were just like playing the slap over and over. Um, So I I just assumed that there was two slaps, you know? But yeah.
1: Well, that's how you know my role in the jiu-jitsu community, which is, Raph, you weren't there, but you're kind of a journalist guy. You're the best that we've got. Tell us what happened. I'm like, I also wasn't there, and I'm piecing it together. And frankly, I was super pissed that I had to wait that long to see the footage. Because I had to comb the comment sections, which, Kai, I don't know how often you frequent comment sections, and I don't know how frequently you see those people who think that they are tough in comment sections. But did you at all look at the comment sections for this particular slap incident?
2: I mean, I I didn't. I mean, but I know what you mean, because... You lose, you lose, you win a fight in the UFC. You lose a fight in the UFC. You still, you, there's a bad comment section. Your DMs is flooded. So, I mean, I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, in
1: this particular comment section, there were a bunch of armchair quarterbacks who were all saying what they would have done in that situation. And Kevin, I got to tell you, there was nothing funnier than watching a whole bunch of people tell you how tough they are using this slap with a fighter. As an opportunity to say, you know, let me tell you about – I'm glad you asked about this, slap because, (laughs) man, I would have stepped up to the plate here, Kevin. Uh, I can assure you – well, I've got a whole
0: problem here, Raf. I just Googled Mm. Kai's highlights. And first of all, if you get Mm. into smacking Kai, I applaud your distance closing in public. But I'm kind of wondering myself here. I have been putting myself in these shoes, right? I'm not Andre Galvao. I'm not Israel Adesanya's jiu-jitsu coach or ADCC champion or even MMA fighter. If someone slaps me, is my reaction going to be to walk away or not? I think knowing what I know, right? Let's just say Kai slaps me because I'm spouting off about Hawaii and Vegas. Am I fighting him? I'm having that like that. I'm not just an average person pause. Does that factor in or can I just make myself an elite fighter in this scenario?
1: Well, um, I think you make, make, make yourself your, a I worse
0: mean, highlight reel, which is. <sighs>
2: Sorry, go ahead, Kai. No, I mean, I think you got to put yourself like on Andre Galvo's like level of wherever he's at in the Jiu-Jitsu world, which is, I mean, pretty high, right? Well,
0: first <laughs> of all, sold. Okay, that's what I'm using then, Raph. I like that we finally got a deal on this. Damn it, I'm still trying to... I am now combing through the YouTube comments because I was trying to find fuel on Kai. And so far, it's um, really not helpful because someone just has Polynesian yeah. tattoos are beautiful. And I think that is a compliment. So, um, somebody just put Mahalo. Damn it! Okay, this aside, I think you gotta fight him. But I am not putting myself in any Zapruder f- film moments here, Raf. Yeah. I do not believe like the JFK assassination of 1960-something eight. This was doctored in any way. I believe this is the accurate footage. It's got to feel like 69. That slapped happened. I don't think it was very... I've been watching too much of Age of Samurai on Netflix. Crushed all six hours of that series. Some people just got to fight it out. That's what Jujitsu tribes are. And I guess here's my follow-up. And I'll go to you, Raf, Mm -hmm. and then I do want to hear Kai's opinion on this. The backlash after the slap has been very divided. 50% of the community thinks it's assault. 50% of people are doing, like, Andre Galval needs a bully coach jokes. Both, I think, are a little right. So the question is, Raf, do you feel like Jiu-Jitsu world gets exemption from this? Like, kind of in the same way the MMA, the UFC does, right? John Jones and Daniel Cormier didn't file assault charges. They just went and fought a few days later.
1: No, no. And even worse than that, Kevin, we had people who were making the jokes of, you know, if somebody does that to you, you need to just hand over your black belt. And I think to myself, no, I think the real. (laughs) Sorry, I wouldn't hand over my purple belt, you fuckers. (laughs) But I also think to myself, I just think part of it was that Galvo was initially shocked. Like, how could you slap me when there's no mats? Like, how dare you, sir? The only thing that crossed my mind is that this just plays into Gordon's realm. He couldn't get a match with him. Andre Galvo seemed to be, in some ways, running from him, according to many people on the internet, and then asked for a million dollars, pricing himself effectively out of the match. Then this mysteriously happens, and you think to yourself, is this a work? Are they just trying to build up drama and intrigue? And I got to tell you, Kevin, if they are trying to build up drama and intrigue, this is the worst trade deal in the history of trade deals. Like, if they work together and the agreement from Galvo and Gordon was, okay, Gordon, you slap me. What do I get? I guess nothing. Ah, shit. That didn't work for me. Uh Uh-oh. Whoops. So I don't know that it was really a work. I guess I would say this, and this is the lasting thought I want to make on it, which is Kai, if you're Galvo how do you redeem yourself? Do you have to take the match? And I guess, is there any comprehensible argument that you can make that says, yeah, I mean, I just didn't want to fight him.
2: Well, I think the only way he does redeem himself is they got to fight. Like, they got to like they gotta do an MMA fight. Like, you can't redeem yourself in a Jiu-Jitsu match. He slapped you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, how are you going to get him back? Like, you might tap him. But I mean unless it's like um unless it's like the Eddie Bravo's um combat jujitsu, that's the only way you can get him back.
0: <laughs> hey. Now we're talking. Time out. Slap rules. Raph, that had to have been finished. Well,
2: mean, yeah, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Like, okay, you got me back, okay, I'm gonna take a mask <laughs> and then maybe I tap you out. You know what I mean like that's not getting him back. I mean, yeah, okay, he might his rep might be a like bar, like he slapped you twice on video. Like, you better
1: like, slap him in the back. Well, I just thought of it like this, which is, okay, Gordon wasn't getting that match. And you know the first thing that came to mind, which is, yeah, Gordon's a dick. You shouldn't just be slapping people. And I know a lot of you guys have explanations. And you some of them include, oh, he's from Jersey, and the Jersey just came out. Most people can't just Jersey their way out of things in the real world. But when you're a fighter, you know, it kind of goes with the situation. It's combat sport. I get it. The weirdest quotation that came to me, though, was when you have Andre Galvaud, the appointed king of ADCC, one of the best practitioners in the world, and you have Gordon, who is an amazing practitioner, arguably the best in the world right now, who attacks the king, and the king does nothing. I just thought of the scene from Black Panther when he just says, is this your king? And I go, Fuck. Now we got to deal with Gordon talking shit like he actually has clout. And I thought that was the worst byproduct of the whole thing, which was, Galvo, I understand if you don't want to do violence and that's fine. But the rest of us now have to deal with this. And this is really the annoying thing. However, yeah. let's change topics. Kai, I want to get to you moving to Vegas because I know the last time we talked. Right before that, wrath. You...
0: Can I ask mm. one background question? Because I'm seeing a comment here on YouTube that is, when he it's about you, Kai. When he says he worked all his life, he ain't lying. I was a freshman in high school at the time, and I used to see this dude as a little kid at 808 Fight Factory nearly 20 years ago. Is this accurate? Have you been fighting at 808 Fight Factory? Like, have you been in this game more than 20 years?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. So my my. I don't know if you know my uncle Ray Cooper, my uncle Ron John. Um, Yeah, those are my uncles. That's my dad's, like two sisters, husbands. So, I mean, I've been, like, I mean, when I say, like, my, like, I'm not, it's not cliche to say, like, the UFC, like, that's my lifelong dream. And that's, I worked my whole life to be here. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, that's, that's it. I mean, I've seen this. Like, I was around since, like, the Super Brawl days, and not much kids can say that. And that's, this is all I've seen is all
0: i wanted to do yeah all right raf feeling old and inexperienced (laughs) on this side
1: go ahead sorry fair enough so when we last talked you were kind of splitting that time between vegas staying out there in the event that they need to call you back up because covid and then i've seen that you and your family have moved to las vegas from hawaii how much do you miss the weather in hawaii now living in one of the craziest places in the world, Las Vegas, sir.
2: Um it's not that bad. I wrestled in Nebraska when I was in college, so I mean it's not that not that bad nothing compared to Nebraska, I'll tell you that. Godspeed.
0: I mean, yeah. yeah. I was raised in <laughs> yeah. Kansas, sorry. Spent some winters in Nebraska.
2: Wow. Yeah. I mean yeah it's it's terrible. I mean like you like six months out of the year there's snow on the ground. I mean <laughs> Vegas is Vegas is nothing. I mean, yeah, nothing. My, one of my daughters was born in Nebraska, so went right out of college. So, I mean, nothing nothing too crazy. I, I love it. I mean, it, the, the hardest part is just leaving home and moving. Um, but it was a no-brainer with the world, with the way 2020 went.
1: How has your family taken to it? Because obviously you are hyper-focused on the fight side and it makes sense you've got a gym I know who you're training with I see it all the time and there are good people for you to train there with but like how did your daughters take it how did your family take it
2: um sure they're kind of they're kind of young I got a four-year-old a two-year-old and like uh gonna gonna be five month old boy um so I mean they're kind of young, and they kind of just going along with it. They think they were closer to Disneyland, so it made it, it made it a little bit easier for them. So I mean it was good. So <laughs> full
0: time fighting three <laughs> young children, just moved to Vegas.
2: You are you're mm-hmm. in it right now, my man. Yeah, I mean this is a this is everything I could have dreamed of, and then you know once I got to the UFC the the work. The workload. I mean, it just picks up because, you know, what they say is it's hard to get here. It's even harder to stay. So I mean, yeah, it's been crazy.
0: I need to steal so, some quick advice here, Raf. That's very personal. Right, uh, Kai, I'm I'm having a baby here in a few months. How do you keep them alive zero to two years? What's your suggestion in that regard? Do you have your parenting manual in front of you?
2: Um. This is the only advice I can give you is you just have to have a good wife. I mean, like that's it. I mean, I'm just fortunate enough to have a like a great wife who who can deal with like the way I sleep. Who I I sometimes I might not even know if the baby woke up because I'm just a heavy sleeper and she just she just handles it all and she keeps it together for me.
0: All right. Well, I'll take that. Uh she's not here and doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can say, you know, Jerry's still out. I'll let you know if we get to great, but that's good advice. <laughs> <laughs> but Raph, I swear to God, if you make this clip available to her uh, or anyway, no. you now <laughs> the show has blackmail over me. Congrats to yeah, the eight um, thousand um... listening around the world. Uh, do not Sorry. tag me in this. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> hey, you sound great. You should tag Kai's wife. That was gorgeous. Yeah. He's mm. doing it. He's, you could tell he's very wow. happy. And
2: I'm, I'm being, I'm being completely honest. Like, um, I, like I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't mean it like it's like it's, she's the right person for the job with the lifestyle that I live. I mean, so I can't complain. I mean, there, I don't think there's anybody else that would be able to do it the fight, the fight lifestyle and. Three kids by 25 years old that'd be an awesome t-shirt my wife
0: the right person for the job that's not a bad perhaps <laughs> next year's slogan shirts okay i i had to ask because i actually am now seeing an instagram post of a tiny baby oh man okay get it together kevin let I me talk smack me on see him in a I few can. minutes Raph.
1: I, I know and he doesn't know this is coming um Kai, you know, obviously this is the nice part of the show where we all like each other. Obviously, you're going to have to talk trash to Kevin. I know you as a very nice, personable, great human being. But are you somebody who talks trash regularly? And if so, when?
2: Yeah, I I, can, I mean, I talk trash to, like, my group of guys, like, my, my my closest people. I mean, I don't really reach out to anybody other than my, like, in my realm, but I mean, I'm I'm pretty sarcastic guy.
1: Okay, he said okay. realm. Can you give us well? Can you give us an example of maybe one of the best forms of trash that you have talked to one of your inner circle? You don't have to say names. You don't have to tell us who you said that. But like, can you give us an example of one of your roasts that you have done? Um, fucking, I don't
2: know. I mean it's kind of hard like I mean me and my cousin Ray like we we'll go back and forth like just like uh, it's fucking hard I mean we'll just talk shit to each other the whole time but like that's me and him you know what I mean like Yeah it's like he's, he's like my best friend so it's, I mean I don't know Well let
1: me but, let I mean, me see hard, if I can get an say. idea of it because fighting yeah. is within your family is there ever a moment where you're talking trash about say somebody's uh shot or somebody's left hook like is that the realm of trash talk that you do because again you have to have thick skin to be a fighter but when you're filled with a fighting family i know amongst my friends they'll take shots at my jujitsu jitsu game in particular i just wondered if that's the case with you
2: um sure i mean yeah we'll talk we'll talk yeah i guess so and that, That's more like it.
0: See, your uncle doesn't scream. Your jab ain't shit, and you don't have to like <laughs> scream back.
2: I, I guess we're all just dreaming. Nah. Well, like my my two uncles are like they're they're like they're my pre- like some of my previous coaches, and they're like the two most like subtle guys ever. So it's kind of kind of hard to say. Like me and my cousin Ray, we are that for our family. We we are the ones that'll talk shit and be like. He hit, you know, he hits like a bitch. Or like we'll be the guys that do that. Ray is also mm-hmm. a fighter. You know, so. I'm gonna go
0: ahead and presume. In his own way.
2: Yeah, Ray. Uh, Ray Cooper. I don't know if you' are familiar with the PFL. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the welterweight champion. Oh shit!
0: I'm sorry. So. <laughs> I'm no, not familiar no, with the family no. lineage because, like I said, spent way too much time watching a six hour documentary. There's just not storage in my brain.
1: But damn, okay. So we're finally getting there, Raph. So, Kai, I want to get to this, because when I was thinking of somebody to bring on on a championship edition of the show, I noticed that you've Mm -hmm. been doing a lot of telling people to go bet on a website. And I noticed that you get actually pretty involved. You make videos on it. You not only encourage them to do it, but you seem to be pretty comfortable putting out fight picks. How often or I guess how did you get involved? Are you normally making fight picks amongst your friends? Have you bet on fights A bunch because we only know you as the guy who is a savage in the cage i when i see those videos wonder is there more to this kai kamaka is he somebody who is actively betting on fights is he actively getting his friends to bet like what do you do
2: well one my bookie is one of my sponsors um but yeah i do bet on i do bet on fights i mean i haven't been betting on fights lately i usually just parlay fights it makes it a fight a little bit more enjoy- enjoyable, um, mm-hmm. to to watch, you know. Just, I, I mean, I try. I don't bet when I know when I know the guys personally, um, just because I feel like that's Mark. like, I don't know. Just yeah, it's just it's just hard, and um, it just makes it a little bit weird. Um, or I just feel like it's just bad luck. I don't know. Um, and then, I don't. know. I just feel like I'm a I'm a MMA encyclopedia. I love fights and. So I feel like I'm giving educated guesses, but some of these guys, man, you make the wrong pick, they'll be they'll be up in your DMs talking mad shit.
0: Oh, is it higher <laughs> stakes for you? Yeah. When you make some picks, do you yeah. you get personal messages?
2: Yeah, like like I didn't tell you to bet, I just telling you who I thought would win.
0: Oh, I could also see <laughs> I, I can see like um all of a sudden, Song dong drops into your DMs and is like, I fucking told you I'd knock him out, but that's
2: just... No, 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 not, it's not that It's not that type of that guy. It's the guy that's betting that gets mad. Oh, that's me. I, Got I didn't it. tell you no freaking... Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's the guy that lost his money because they, they listen to me.
1: You know? I mean, listen, dude, people on the internet need a reason to just yell at somebody. Not his YouTube
0: highlights, for fuck's sake. This is the nicest collection of comments I have ever seen. That's true. This guy is the future. Thanks, Joe.
2: You got to be beautiful, too. Apparently.
1: (laughs) Well, let's put it this way. Okay, so Kai, I think you get by now. Obviously, I brought you on because I know you're used to betting. And you said you mentioned that you liked parlays. You're going to love this game because it's essentially one long parlay. Having said all those things, especially with the trash talk, it is important that mm-hmm. you have some intel on Kevin because I know you just don't make up insults. You don't talk shit about your opponents. That's not really your style. But you right. are expected to talk a little bit of trash about Kevin. So, would you like to take the opportunity to ask him a couple questions that would help inform you on ways that you might insult him because I, it's unfair? Since I you wrote down well. a few
0: things, also, Raph, if he doesn't have mm. anything specific, I was like, you okay. know, what do you feel bad about currently? And just jotted a few notes down. So that was <laughs> helpful. Okay,
1: that's fair. All right, Kai, um, open floor for you and Kevin for cross examination.
2: Um, I don't know. I well, you're gonna have your first kid, right? Yes. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Um, shoot, I don't know. What do you do for a living? I don't know. It's never been
0: made clear to me. I work in, I have like three jobs. I do this. I also work for a tech company, helping uh, when like Netflix goes down.
2: Okay. You're welcome. Um. What is your hobbies?
0: Currently eating too much, which is on my list of right now. I'm deep, uh, still keeping pretty sequestered until the the vaccine stuff goes. Yeah. So up a few pounds in that department. Made some homemade cinnamon okay, rolls okay, okay, with okay. the wife. But
2: oh, okay, what what is your weight and height?
0: I am six foot. No one's ever asked that specifically. By the way, I'm really impressed. <laughs> no. I am six foot, 221 pounds.
2: Ah, that's okay. That's, that's not that's not ground. I, I thought that would be ground for me if you're, you know, trying to figure out your BMI with that. But it's not going to help. That's pretty <laughs> good size. <laughs> you're I am telling like me. Though, Kai, most people, that's when a, they do this, the football player stature.
0: <laughs> and I'm not a football player, as mentioned. We're working behind a desk currently, so looks different. It is right, pretty... but you could look like one. You could look
2: like one it for is, all I
1: know. It is pretty wonderful because most people who do this show and this particular segment, whenever we do cross-examination, just ask Kevin, what jiu-jitsu rank are you? And then they dunk on him for being just a purple belt. And that is, in itself, its own thing. I like the fact that Kai actually wanted to know the physical stature I, in a too. way that I'm, most fighters speak freely about. Where it they also go, makes Tell me, me nervous,
0: mm. doesn't it? Like, mm. he's got that robot mind that's just like, must mm. strike. All right, got it. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> uh. So I'm going to give you a few of the yeah, things I've listened to. I, I going
2: listen- to figure out your hobbies. Yeah. Um,
0: I'm, I l- play a little music, so I, I frustrate drum. I also wrote... I've been listening to an embarrassing amount of Miley Cyrus lately and kind of dancing to it. Got winded after about 20 minutes of shadow boxing today. Felt pretty good about that. Um, otherwise, just uh, walking dogs, and that's it right now for me. All right. I, I you, enjoy the from Kansas. Yeah. Now out in Denver, Colorado, where the weed is legal and the altitude is higher. Actually, oh, it's le- oh, it's legal in Vegas, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still remember my and last felony. It
1: is nice because Hawaiians don't even have to be on weed to talk like they're on weed, so Kai is already speaking at a certain level of understanding you, Kevin. I want to do this. I wanna yeah. go and take us to the game yeah. of Over Under Kevin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a segment we like to call Over Under Kevin. My name's Rafa Sparza, I host this part of the show. And this is exciting because this is a triple championship event. The way Over Under Kevin works is very simple. We go through the entire card out of order and we give each participant 15 seconds to say who they think is going to win. If I so deem it, I will give each participant 15 seconds of rebuttal time. And although we technically reward those who get the most pick right as the winner, we do technically appreciate the person who talks the best trash. Gentlemen, do you both understand the rules? Kevin, do you understand the rules? The last time it was a three championship
0: night for me was at this wrestling comedy event that turned into a pretty weird orgy afterwards. So I'm ready.
2: Good to
1: know. (laughs) Kai Kamaka, are you ready and do you understand the rules? Yeah, I think so excellent all right gents we're gonna start this off right up top over at the welterweight bout between sean brady and jake matthews kevin you're starting us off 15 seconds on the clock
0: i'm still arguably scarred from the super bowl and Mm. i can't pick against anyone named brady especially ask me if he has a celtic cross on his chest yes he does I am obligated, because he defeated my house, to choose Tom's brother, Sean.
1: Got it. Kai, who do you got on this one? 15 seconds. Um, Sean Brady. Do you have any particular reason feel... why you're going for Sean Brady on this one? The, the tattoo? <laughs> be honest.
2: Yeah, the is huge. I mean, spent a lot of hours in the chair on that one, so I mean, he's, he probably has been a lot of pain tolerance. So I got to go with him. Kai,
1: do you ever go for a fighter that you don't know just based purely on their tattoos?
2: No. Not at all. <laughs> not
1: at all. Okay. I, so you it's not I, like with people in walkout music?
2: No, I I kind of just I mean, I kind of watch fights like um I want to I want good fights I don't want, like, guys getting run over. I mean, I want evenly matched fights to fights that are, yeah, good and entertaining. I mean, of course, there are times when a guy just gets caught or whatever, but I like well, entertaining fights evenly matched, and both guys are getting after it.
0: What's wrong with Jake Matthews that you picked against him? And, you, well, you also shit on my tattoo theory, so I want to hear why you're, you're picking against him. And I'm also taking notes from my own personal betting. <sighs>
2: Well, it's not that I don't know Jake Matthews. I've just seen a lot of Sean Brady, All right, so even even on, on the regional scene.
1: So, mm. uh, so yeah, Sean's it. had a lot of momentum going his way, so I don't really go against you on that one. But, Kyle, you're going to keep things going. It's a flyweight bout between Joseph Benavides and Askar Askarov. Who do you got?
2: I'm going to go with my buddy Joseph Benavides. I've been following his career for a very long time and yeah I just I love his I love his humor Uh, I love I love his style I I love just the guy he is
1: (laughs) Kevin what do you got for us on this one?
2: I loved everything he said
0: except the pick I'm going with Askarov and it's not what you think it's an age thing neither of them has any aggressive or really tattoos to speak of which is rare for an MMA fight (laughs) I'm sorry I'm taking note I'm going with
1: Askarov. Kevin, this question is for you. Kai recently mentioned that he doesn't bet on fighters that he knows personally, and yet, hmm, right here he says he's going for Joseph Benavides because he's his buddy.
0: But will he put put money on him? He will not is the answer, right? Mm.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't put money. You know, I want him (laughs) to win.
1: (laughs) Kevin, I'll tell you this right now. You're my friend, but I don't know that I would put money on you fighting
2: thank you. But
0: if you okay, I assure you this though, if you were fighting someone and I could get good odds mm-hmm. against you, like the public was on your side. Sorry, my man. Like it's a win-win for me. It's an emotional hedge. So I think it's fair to say we'd both vote
1: against bet against each other. As long as you cut me in on the profits after I lose. That's oh, I'm buying. Fine. All right, we buffet. go to our next match. <laughs> next match, light heavyweight bout between Thiago Santos and, and alaskar rake it that's not a real name anyway kevin you go first okay hear me out this card is
0: this fight i circled this this is the fight they're going to replace the main card fight they lose with you know they're going to as soon as i saw this fight i was like why the hell are these two fighting first on the undercard i am going
2: with no, rake it on the main card what I think they're on the main card. No, they're on I think so. Oh shit, I, yeah, I...
0: they are. I'm sorry. I scrolled up, I yeah. circled the wrong part. Well,
1: Rant stays. Reykik. <laughs> Reykick. Alright. Kai, who do you got on this one, sir?
2: Um, shoot, I mean I think yeah, Alexander Reykjavik is is he's hot right now. Um he's so I don't know, he's a little bit more diverse in his striking, I feel. The Alasant is I mean it looks like he's a little bit more emotional fighter and just doesn't have as much um, tools as Alexander. I will say mm-hmm.
0: the last two people he lost to, um, Teixeira and John Jones. One of them, super mm-hmm. defensible. But, yeah, and apologies to <laughs>
2: the main card rant.
0: Uh, 15 fights, enough. I lost track. Yeah, that, Kevin, I mean, that was terrible
2: a... because I'm I'm actually looking at the card right now, and like you said that, and they're actually the first fight on the main card. Mm-hmm.
1: Hard, so, to, l- hard yeah. to
2: believe I'm a professional.
1: Here's an important Did... thing to note here, Who though. Kevin,
0: years. Go on.
1: Kevin, this is an important note, which is, okay, we're talking about these fights, and now we have Kaikamaka on a betting segment. Is there a chance... He loses my bookie as a sponsor after coming on this show.
0: Oh, it's my bookie that's a sponsor. Oh, they got mm-hmm. me through some tough years while I was living out in D.C. until Colorado legalized. Oh, um, that would be interesting if my bookie would be willing to like if we could get them to like sponsor a pink slips for ba- boxing gloves for this <laughs> no. fight, like myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Winner gets to we're gonna take, take
0: the loser's state over. He has to say he's from Kansas. I get to say I'm from Hawaii. He has to turn his name into the the Fighting Kansan. Know. No, but yeah, he has a lot to lose. Hawaii. I don't think I bring the stakes to this. Yeah, I but need. that
2: that wouldn't be that wouldn't be safe for you. You can't just be walking around saying you're from Hawaii. <laughs> That's fair. I say I'm the Fighting Hawaiian.
0: Somebody squares up and just knocks you unconscious. We do have a problem. Yeah.
2: <laughs> No, no you're not
1: <laughs> <laughs> To be fair though, Kevin could tell anybody He's from Hawaii, Kansas And they would believe him So he could get away with it in certain regions But I want to move on This time it's I'm putting 30 Hawaii. seconds on the clock Just definitely not in Hawaii, I know for sure I would tell you this If I was to be in Hawaii And things got a little hectic I would just bust out my BJ Penn impression And see if that got me any further Anyway, we're moving on Gents, I'm excited for this fight because it is a bantamweight bout. I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock. It is a fight between Peter Yan and Algermain Sterling. Kai, you start us off. 30 seconds. Who do you got winning this fight, and why?
2: Um, honestly, I don't know. Who, I mean, I would love algermain Sterling to win. I've been helping him get ready for this fight. I have, I've, I've worked with him a few sessions um, for his last Peter Yan fight and this fight. Um. But I just feel like stylistically where the fight goes, that's who wins the fight. If it's on the feet, Pirion definitely wins it. Um if it's if if Al-Jumain gets him down, um, you know, he his 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 pace on the ground, his creativity is just he's comfortable there, so he's gonna be going for it when he gets it to the ground. So I you know, style I, I, I go to go with Aldo.
1: So you were going with your boy Algermain
2: Sterling? Yeah, I mean I I've been working with him, I've been sparring with him. Um so I mean I, I'd say Algermain Sterling just from experience of training. Fair enough.
1: I was gonna say this may not go well in your circle if you're not picking him, but okay. I appreciate that. Kevin, thirty seconds on the clock for you. First, I'm starting to believe you're set me up hey this is, the, this is the game you did you agreed to come on it's not like it was a surprise he was fighting <laughs> on this card
0: <laughs> kai's good at this because his trepidation is matched by vegas both of these fighters are at minus 110 meaning vegas doesn't know who's going to win either and they have it at a, a straight split according to espn right now i'm going to go with Jan. not really out of any specific reason outside of i'm trying to earn a point against kai and if it's a toss-up this is a moment for me and some gainsmanship. plus mm-hmm. i get to yell yawn aggressively if that's why i yeah. win and that's second the second best thing i'll get to yell if if it's a win kevin do you think it's yeah, gonna we'll be, be heavy
2: personal good good the the light heavy you can't be just yelling that because the light heavyweight fight it's they say Jan Blachowicz. so you can't just be yelling Jan they'd be thinking they, they don't know who you're yelling for. That's
0: <laughs> fair. I wanna, I'm gonna make a it's note. Fair.
1: <laughs> I have
0: to say Peter Jan. Who knew that we <laughs> were gonna have a fact checker
1: <laughs> and a fighter coming up on the show? Well, actually, Kevin, you can't uh, just be yelling yeah. that out.
0: Careful I, with that Jan this- talk unless I pick Jan Blackowitz. You don't know what I'm going to do.
1: I could. Fair. Kevin, let's discuss this, though. Then
0: can I yell, yawn again, especially if I parlay them for a plus one, Raf, You hear what I'm getting at? I'm just throwing I, it out. I do. <laughs> Kevin, I?
1: Yeah. important question to ask here, though. Do you feel that you're going to have even more bragging rights if you get this pick right over one Kai Kamaka, especially in the fact that he helped... Sterling, get ready for it. Do you feel like you are going to be able to pull that off after the fact?
0: Great question, Raph. Do I feel that sense of entitlement a street warrior mm-hmm. feels when he gets to say, you know, I would never fall for that move in the cage? I don't. I, I don't. Because uh, I didn't work with Mr. Peter Yawn, but I do appreciate the question. I felt like uh, it was an opportunity for me to, to bloviate a scotch more, and I'll work on it.
1: Fair enough. We're going to go to a light heavyweight bout. This one is between Kennedy and what looks like a strong password recommendation. Nesvigou and Carlos Olberg. And Kevin, you start us off on this one. 15 seconds on the clock for you.
0: Yeah, password-wise, that would get you through, except um, you need a few numbers <laughs> and a special character. <laughs> Otherwise, that might Fair. just count. They might just be like, nope, this works. <laughs> uh, I am going to go ahead and go with Jack Uku Wu, um, even though okay. he is not favored, but he is pictured, and okay.
1: I want to hear that is important. Yeah, Kai, who do you got on this one, sir?
2: Um, I think I had to go to Carlos Alberg. Um, yeah, on the fact that he's he has some Polynesian roots. <laughs> oh and, um, shit! And he he's in training. <laughs> He's been training with the champion, Israel Adesanya.
1: Mm, Former champion (laughs) Yan. Now we figured out his whole thing. It's not abs. It's not tattoos. It's not who has the photo. We've noticed right now that Kai Kamaka will go for the person who has Polynesian roots. Is that blinding him at all, Kevin?
0: I don't know, man. After seeing some of the deep-seated warriorism in those roots, I like to think it might be a strength. But I will say he's taken mm. the easy route in the South with Olberg. So I'm just mm. gonna note okay. minus two forty,
1: so you can make some money on that.
0: Uh, let me ask money. this: You
1: don't <laughs> guaranteed <laughs> money is a problem, Kai. Let me ask this, and you don't have to say who the fighter is. But has there ever been a fighter that you disliked after they lost you a certain amount of money in a parlay or a bet?
2: Yeah, that fighter is myself for for freaking being emotion uh emotionally v- attached to a certain fighter for whatever reason. Mm. <laughs> Do
1: you,
0: you mind saying was it, it BJ Penn? Was it no. BJ Penn? Just hit your mic twice if it was No BJ. no of
2: course not. Okay. Of course not. Um, it would have to be a lot of the Team Alpha Male guys, just because I love Team Alpha Male. I love their style, and every championship fight I pick them to win. And you know how like I mean their record isn't good in UFC championship fights because, oh uh, yeah, for whatever reason. But I mean, cause I love I. But I'm so attached to them uh, emotionally. So like I think they're gonna win. I think they're gonna win, and they're losing. That's my fault, though. It's heartbreaking.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like the fact that you take it out on yourself. Most people just blame the fighters. <laughs> we have spoke to many people. Even when I tell them, don't name the fighter, and then they name the fighter, and I go, you didn't have to do that. So w- that's how deep it runs for certain other fighters. So that is a very impressive trait. Yeah. It's admirable, Kevin. Well, I'm not, I'm not, mad, <laughs> I'm not
2: mad at them. That's just, that's just my fault for thinking that, like, oh, yeah, um, he's going to win this time. Oh, yeah, he's going to win this time. I mean, yeah.
1: it's a good internalization to say it's my fault for believing you Ed Skill. So, you know, take yeah. that.
2: Well, you know. I, I I looked at it as an underdog perspective. Like, oh, I think I think Uriah got him. This he's gonna get him this time, mm-hmm. or um, or Chad Mendes is gonna beat Aldo this second time. I think he I think he made improvement. You know, I'm just like a little bit blinded, and especially with Team Alpha guys at that time, mm-hmm. or um, years prior, I used to just I'd be a big fan of them. And we're officially. I trained with them when I was in high school. That's why. Hmm. God damn!
0: We're officially yeah. at the one-third marker for I Team know. Fighting Hawaiian versus Team Passive Mainlander. So.
1: <laughs> Let's go this way. This is a women's strawway bout between Livia Renata Souza and Amanda <laughs> Lemos. Kai, who do you have on this one?
2: Um, I have no clue. This is probably you, one fight that I don't want anybody in, on
1: in. No problem.
2: Just 50-50 it.
1: Do you like lemons or do you like Sousa?
2: Um, I think I'm going to go with Amanda. All right. Amanda Lemos. Amanda Kevin, lemons. what do you got on this? I
0: am also Team Lemos. And I wasn't until you were like, do you like lemons? I was like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Raph. Do you... you... <laughs> you just uh waxed on me right into that pick so i'm gonna join you community
1: pick if she, if she wins you can say you made lemonade i'm just saying team, that's team it lemons. that's really what it is Love it. so here we go lightweight bout Eurosmetic medic mm-hmm. versus alan cruz kevin you got this 15 seconds for you these pictures inexplicably
0: mm-hmm. are both in black and white and the UFC kind of does that, kind of doesn't. But I'm going with Yuri I, medic. He's still undefeated,
2: and I'm sticking with they, it. They both came from Contender Series, that's why. That's why the picture's like that.
0: Is it really? Oh, that's fascinating. Why? Yeah. Well, hold on. Do they just take your Contender Series picture and use it? Is this something you all know?
2: Well, no, it just, it just makes sense because Yuri Medic. this is his debut, I believe, and then Alon Cruz, Um, This is his second fight in the UFC, and they probably haven't changed it yet.
0: Mm -hmm. You have solved something that's been (laughs) puzzling me for a year, (laughs) which is why they have certain
2: pictures for certain fighters. No, yeah, you'll see that like the guys that have come from contender series, their pictures are still black and white.
0: Mm. Kai, you got to come in more (laughs) often and answer some of these technical (laughs) questions. But Raph, thank you. I feel like a small weight has been lifted. Do you have any idea why some fighters just aren't pictured at all yet? Were you supposed to submit um, your photo by a certain time, and they might not have?
2: No, no, they, the the UFC don't play like that. They probably they're probably making their debut. I don't know. I haven't looked at. I'm not looking at that lineup. But I, okay. I mean, most times when you're making your debut, you you probably don't have your photos um yet done yet.
1: Fair enough. They didn't get him back from Sears. Kai, you've got this one next. Eurosmetic <laughs> versus Alon Cruz. Go for it, sir.
2: Um, I gotta go with Alon Cruz. Um, I've I've seen him train. Um, but I also but he's going up in weight class, so I think this is a better weight for him. Um, better weight for him. Uh, and yeah, he's pr- pretty well rounded. Um, he trains at he trains at I think he trains at Ten Planet and Extreme. So, yeah, he's pretty well-rounded, and he's going up, in weight. I think he's a lot more, a lot healthier. He's like six mm. feet too.
1: Okay, all right, gents. I'm putting thirty seconds on this one because it is a women's featherweight bout between Amanda Nunes and Megan Anderson. Kai, you start us off on this one. Who's winning this one, and why?
2: Um, Amanda Nunes. I feel like she hasn't given us a reason why she's gonna lose this fight. Um, and yeah, she just. Like she comes to scrap, she brings it, and I don't think that there's a girl right now that's gonna that's gonna meet force with force to stop her. I mean, I feel like that's the way to beat for somebody that comes forward, and you gotta you gotta meet them, and you know you gotta dictate the pace. And I I just feel like Megan Anderson doesn't have that. Kevin, who do you got on this one?
0: Nunez, and I want to ask you too. What do you think the odds are? What do you think she's minus? If, Probably
2: if like what 600
0: okay reasonable guess right she's a three time that makes sense that 600 is huge right 600 is a sure thing Raph? give me 900 1100 she's <laughs> minus 1100 i don't know that i've i don't know that i've seen that number i wish that was a statistic that popped up out of this thing minus 1100 Nunez,
1: um, you know what? Put 20 bucks on Megan Anderson, okay? Because she's she's plus not?
0: 700, rap. And I am staring at my fan duel, so we have competing wow. sponsors tonight.
2: Yeah, I think that's all. <laughs> that's like what, what Holly Holm was. Mm. She was like plus 900. I don't against, think um, so, man. R- on Rousey,
0: I don't think it was that bad. I really don't. I don't remember Rousey being favored by more than 650 750 1100 dollars like Holm, I think might have, she was probably like a good odds favorite but plus 700 bet $100 you win $700 it's amazing
1: well, I'm glad that we're all in agreement here. I just don't know how you stop the Amanda Nunez uh, equation. I know you mentioned force with force. Did you see the baby article? Seen...
0: Did you see the baby article as somebody yes. who's trying to have one guy with three children on the line, dog? Everybody <laughs> gets this feeling. She's got this picture next to her baby. It's like renewed focus. Teammates, the whispers or teammates haven't seen her like this. Like, that's what ratchets this up to minus 1,100. Vegas like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Yeah, Nunez looks...
2: Oh, yeah, she's she had a baby. She's fighting for a different purpose. Okay, boom, minus 1,100. Yep.
0: <laughs> and in addition to, was she going to lose anyway? Minus 800? <laughs> so let's just ratchet <laughs> it up.
1: Oh, shit, she's got a baby in that photo? Oh, oh pump it up she's nearly m- numbers. murdered everyone she's ever fought. She <laughs> <laughs> you know it's bad when the baby has odds going into the fight mm. yeah. alright Bantamweight oh, bout, two guys fighting. <laughs> I'm gonna move ahead I'm not gonna do any more jokes on that I think we all know Amanda Nunez is the favorite if she doesn't win all of us will come back very surprised Bantamweight bout Mario Batista versus Trevin Jones Kevin who wins this is really difficult because I really like
0: both of these names, but you know I'm going with Mario Batista. Mm. I absolutely could not get over the name. It's hard to. Why is that? Powerful. Mario Batista is one of the coolest like sounding. To... They both sound like chefs. This, this sounded more like an mm. Iron Chef matchup, and sometimes you just hear a name that's too cool to pass up, including Mario Batista. I have to explain it more?
2: Mm. <laughs> Sounds like, like David Bautista. The, oh, I mean,
1: I mean, listen, dude. Does Batista, the actor and pro wrestler, is money, too. I would accept that as being like, listen, dude, if this dude power bombs somebody, how great is he going to be able to call it a Batista bomb if he does it on air? There are a lot of great scenarios in which we can go on this. But, Kai, who's going to win this one? You got Mario or you got Trevin?
2: Um, shoot, I, I'm going to go with Trevin based off of his last fight, which he probably like, should be ruled a win when he like, he was getting like, just destroyed by Timur, um, in his debut. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back in the second round and just, um, catches him right through the catches him right on the jaw and knocks him out. Kevin, <laughs> that fight earlier, should have stopped in the first round. He was disqualified. Kent- yes
1: kevin earlier in the show here kai referred to himself as an mma encyclopedia are you getting that sense thus far in and i'm starting to worry he's been
0: working with my bookie to set their lines (laughs) i've gotten Mm. two theories running (laughs) both are competing in nemesis but they point to yours which is he does seem to have paid casual attention to the mma world Mm. casual attention i i don't Mm. know that i'd call it you know genius level
2: yet encyclopedia <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> i like that kai spelling it out for you again it's like no 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 call me an encyclopedia because well i put d- it in yeah. time does he
0: remember who he fought at energetic pursuit on february 24th of 2018
1: kai I mean, who i fought yeah mm-hmm. well, none of us on this show I fight, never- so it's got to
2: be you I never fought an energetic pursuit.
1: Oh, I oh, guess. oh, that
2: was a that was actually that was a ti- wait wait that was the title of that was the title of the KOTC, the show.
0: K-O-T-C right KOTC oh yeah. Yeah, the then K-O-T-C. I guess he has oh. Raph. things have really gotten <laughs> flip floppy <laughs> in Kai
2: Nation <laughs> that was Rick that that was Rick James that's right. Thinking, right he fought
0: Rick James bitch at the energetic pursuit <laughs> yeah. at KOTC
1: yeah. Well,
2: yeah, I feel a little safer. That was the title of the show. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like just sitting here being like, uh, you know, it's not fair to ask the guest if he remembers fighting on a card that's the subtitle card, Kevin. But well, okay. If you if you
2: said if you said King of the Cage energetic pursuit, then I would have known from the back. But then you went with like the the show like mm-hmm. the what is that called? The little the little title of it.
1: Hey Yes, the
0: it's sure dog it. is that went with it. But mm. I guess you know, maybe that doctor was right who stopped you at sanctioned. <laughs> he seemed to be on- <laughs> I'm just that was yeah. another KOTC. Sounds like probably right.
2: not a- that was K O T C my shoulder popped out.
0: What? Oh that's gross. That's yeah. not what
2: it says. I just assumed you had a cut on your eye. No, it was, it had, I had, like, a shoulder dislocation. Oh, That's how I lost those two fights in a row. Why?
0: What happened to your shoulder?
2: Yeah. No, just from wrestling. Um, just from wrestling and not getting shoulder surgeries when I needed to, and then I just kept fighting, taking fights that, you know, I thought I was better than the guys, and my body got the best of me still yet. Well, lethal weapon applauds
0: you, sir. That's amazing. <laughs> you don't hear that often.
1: Uh Well, we're coming up on a (laughs) fight right now that has some vested interest for the show because it's a lightweight bout between Islam Makachev and friend of the show, Drew Dober. Kevin, I'll lead you off on this one because I've already asked Drew what happens if you don't pick him, but we'll continue on. Kevin, who do you got?
0: Yeah, and this one's tough because I'm going to tell Drew to his face. He's plus 280. And then I'm gonna tell him, Ooh. but I can't bet against those abs. Drew Dober mm. is my answer, the style mm. bender, the ab bender. I'm gonna earn plus 280, and I say we parlay him with um, Anderson, and we go buy a private jet.
1: Fair <laughs> enough. All right, Kai, what do you uh, got on this? I thought website? you
2: were gonna. I thought you were gonna say like. I thought you were going to say, like, Dover and, like, parlay him with Jan. I mean, um, Sterling, but then you, you just chose Anderson. I was like, thank you. Um, I don't I, I honestly don't. I think, that, I think that fight can be fight of the night, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be a great fight. I actually got to roll with Islam. But uh, I'm a big fan of Drew Do- Dover's. I think, I mean, if Drew Dover touches anybody, they're going to go to sleep. But, I mean... Islam is such a <laughs> technician. I, I I think it's gonna be fun tonight. So okay. who do you have on that
0: one? We just need you to pick who's gonna win it.
2: Uh I would love, I would love to see a, a slugfest. So I think I gotta go with Drew Dover. There we. Go. Oh, I'm definitely putting
0: money on him now. He's plus two eighty. I'm gonna do it before the, the gonna, podcast goes tonight.
2: Yeah. Well, he's the guy that's gonna give a slugfest, you know, out of the two. So, I mean, mm. if it goes that way, I think I lean towards Drew Dober. Kevin, are you worried for
1: Kai and that he didn't do enough in the preparation to help Islam be ready for this fight so that he's picking Drew Dober?
0: No, because Kai's a competitor. I can hear it in mm. his voice. He's all He eyes every one of these mofos as an opponent. He's like, <laughs> if I eat a case of donuts, I'm fighting you next. <laughs> like, this is going down. So, I no, I don't blame him. Plus, can you explain it if you've been doing it as long as you have, Kai? It's like fighting's a different thing. It's like that's why you got all brody about jiu-jitsu earlier, and I haven't forgotten. I heard it. We've got a wrestler here, which, a.k.a. he went to Nebraska for hugging school, PhD level. You know, it's fine. It's a great sport. It'll keep you warm during those cold winters. But um, you know, I'm starting to sense it, Raf. Victory is on this side.
1: Kai, can I ask a question here, which is now that you understand that we do this as a show, and much like in this case, mm-hmm. Drew is a actually really important friend of the show, who understands that we do this as a game, do you have any heated warnings for Kevin? Should he ever pick against you?
2: Um. No. I mean, <laughs> he got it. I don't know. I, I don't I don't I don't care. I, my job is to win fights and make money. Um I mean I could care less what people think. If if I they think I'm gonna lose. if you think I'm gonna win, thank you. But if not <laughs> I don't Raph care switch rolls. I, I I I still gotta go I still gotta go out there and win.
1: <laughs> Rap switches. Okay. I'm, I
2: mean.
0: I'm going out there to fight. Ask me if Kai needs to bet for me.
1: Does he need to bet for you? You're
0: goddamn right. We did a show together. <laughs> it's a little thing called loyalty. It's called Fighting Kansan. Join me. Either you're with me or well, you're I mean, against of course,
2: me. Of course, if you pick against me, it's like I, I ain't ever coming on this show again. But I mean, <laughs> you know.
1: Okay.
2: See, that's the honest answer you know. I was expecting. Well, I mean? What I mean? Am I going to sleep well night? I mean, fuck yeah, I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just glad because, again, when I pressed it to Dover, and I was just like, you know we gotta do this. You know that we we do this. And he knows that we picked him before in many of fights, but I go, have you ever thought what happens if we don't pick you? And he just goes, that's not gonna happen. And I go, oh, okay. That's a, that's a good warning. That's a good way of telling us. Thanks, Drew. Get anyway. You get
2: you some new friends.
1: Well, the other reason is because Drew also rolls with us on occasion. So he kind of knows that he can equalize that because that dude's tree trunk legs are not really heel hookable. So kind of takes away one of the weapons of the show that we have to try and, uh, you know, equalize things should we be overwhelmed and we usually are. So it's just good dead. No, here's what we're going to do right now. It's a good time to tell you, Kai, we don't do financial bets on this. We're not my bookie. However, there is usually some kind of wager between you and Kevin. Now, Kevin, can you give some examples of the wagers that have been done in previous over-unders?
0: God, I can send him a video. It would be helpful. Um, I had to make dick cookies for Anthony Burchock. Well, I lost. Then I had to make dick cookies. Dan Martinez just had... had, had...
2: (laughs) What's that? I said, what the fuck?
0: Well, yeah, yep. I could show an example, but you just make some sugar cookies in the shape of genitalia and then decorate them to serve. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Dan Martinez had to jug five natties. That was his fault. He talked smack on natural yeah. lights on the podcast. I was willing to just drink them in peace and not be judged, but slap captain himself, <laughs> who would actually be really helpful in the Galvo camp. Go chat with Dan Martinez. He's out in Florida. You'll find him. Just go to the beach. Be like, where's the slap guy? He chugged six Natty Ices, actually, Raph. And I like that he chose Natty Ices and wasn't paying attention to the Natty Light part. Big difference. It's just as heads up. And uh, those are some recent examples. Shirt exchanges, social media posts, five-star reviews, those types of things.
1: So, Kai, without saying what it is, if you have one in mind, do you have an idea for a wager that you would like to do with
2: Kevin? Um, I don't, I mean, I didn't know what the, like the, I didn't know what to what length until right now, but it's okay. Here's the good news you've there's got four five more, more fights, fights to figure it
1: out. Oh, there's four more fights, Kevin. Feels like more. Four right. more fights <laughs> to think about while we preview this. Can so. you give me an
2: example I of? I almost But you give me a wide range. You getting from like, you went from like, dick cookies to like, social media posts.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, like, that really like, is old. the range. So in the past, Kevin has had to dress up like Uriah Faber. Um, he's also had to shout out people and do a video for them. When Kevin has beaten people, they've had to admit the candy corn it's actually a delicious food when they vehemently hate it and understand that candy corn is actually trash. Like we usually pick something that kind of is specific to the guest. So we, we try to come up with things that are fun in nature. um, Usual ribbing of that sort, but nothing too ridiculous where you're shaving hair and and that sort of a stuff. We're not that dumb. Does that make Mm. a little bit more sense?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. We've still got four more fights, so take your time to think about it. But first you gotta think about who's winning in the Bansom Way bout between Dominic Cruz and Casey Kenny.
2: Um, I think I think Dominic Cruz, I think he I mean Casey Kenny is really good. Um good everywhere, mixed up his striking really well. But I think Dominic Cruz just knows how to win. So, you know, I
1: gotta go with that. Fair enough. Kevin, who do you have on this one?
2: Oh man,
0: this is great. I have Casey Kenny and it's not close. I worry about Dominic Cruz's ability to get back inside the cage. He's too used to being outside the cage, and it's easier, it's more fun, and it's not less money for him now. Can't go back. Not once you've settled. It's too old.
1: Word. I, mean, I
2: agree with that too.
1: Yeah. You think he's gotten too used to the commentary gigs now?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it's just hard. I, I feel like it's hard to juggle. It's hard to juggle training already. Um, and then you're juggling like that as like a, another primary job or like a job that's up there. I think it's just, yeah, it's just, I think it's too much. I mean, unless he makes it work, we'll see you on Saturday. Plus, Kai doesn't right. understand
0: over 30 metabolism. Mm, <laughs> Dominic Cruz does. So keeping your ass at 135. <laughs> North of 34, 35, it gets difficult by the day.
1: And I'll tell you this, (laughs) I see a lot of those Dominic Cruz uh, highlight videos where he talks about his footwork. Not as fast. It hasn't been going great.
0: It has not Not, been going awesome in the footwork tournament.
1: Still faster than the rest of us. Sure. Well, uh, Kai, different, but definitely myself. Most of us on the line. Most of
0: us. (laughs) <laughs> All right,
1: let's keep this going. It's a flyweight bout. Kevin, you're going next. Rodrigo Bortin versus Kai Kara France. Go. Yeah, I'm going to go with Kai Kara France. Yeah,
2: you will. Yeah, you will.
0: Because I, I'm Wait. submissive to people from France. <laughs> Hold on. And whose uh, yeah,
1: Kevin's very who,
2: Whose name is Kai.
1: Hold on. Okay, now we're getting into some real math here. Kai, do you have to go for the person named Kai when they're fighting as well?
2: No, but he's from, he like what I said before, he has Polynesian roots, and um, mm. he actually beat one of my buddies on Tyson Nam, so.
0: Oh, okay. and like Samurais, now you have to go for him. I love it. Sort of, <laughs> sort of. I'm just projecting <laughs> everything for the six-hour documentary. <laughs> Don't worry, it's coming.
1: Well, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna move on to the flyweight bout between Tim Elliott and Jordan Espinoza. Kai, who do you have on this one? Fifteen seconds on the clock.
2: Um, I think, I think Jordan Espinoza. Um, just because Tim Elliott, his weird style, it's like, like you gotta have, there's gotta be, there's, there's a time and place, and I just mm-hmm. feel like it's, it's been playing against him too much. Um. His weird style has been getting him hurt and like just getting him hit too much, you know, it's just like mm. and I feel like people is like it's it's not weirder anymore. It's not weird yep. anymore, you know what I mean? People figuring him out. Fair enough.
1: Kevin,
0: who do you have on this one? This is this is K C Mo connection. I gotta go with Tim Elliott. He's part of the fabric of the fight DNA from just a little bit north of where I'm from, so I'm hoping he stuns Vegas. Get some shots mm. in. That unique style and that naval
1: tattoo pay off. <clears throat> All right, gents. I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock here because this is the light heavyweight bout. It is the first time we're going to really see this kind of uh, performance from one Israel Adesanya going up a weight class to fight one Jan or Jan Blackowitz. Kevin, you start us off. 30 seconds for you go. I've been back and forth.
0: But I just uh, have that lingering feeling, can I pick against Israel Adesanya? He's going Mm -hmm. up a weight class. I think the odds are a little bit against him, though. It's not that much more weight. It's a little different, but he's still taller than his opponent. He's got better reach than his opponent, and it's Israel Adesanya. I can't. I really want to. I have tried to talk myself into it all day, especially since I found out I could yell Jan as a celebration, mm-hmm. but I cannot.
2: I'm going with Adasanya.
1: Adasanya, all right. What do you got on this one, Kai?
2: Um, I think I'm going to go with Jan just cuz he doesn't have to or he 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 makes it ugly and I think he, if he hits like he hits you in the most awkward ways. And that's when he hurts you. It's not the most cleanest way. It's not going to be clean, of course, like Israel Adesanya. But I feel like he, if if he makes it ugly, and I, I feel like he, he, he will. Um, all he'd have to do is just touch him. And so yeah, I'm gonna go at Jan. Interesting. Ooh. Can I uh,
0: ask? Can I ask this? What the? What do you two think? Jan is odds wise. What do you think Vegas has him at?
2: Like what? Like plus two hundred. Oh my god. Yeah. Don't guess,
0: Raph. That's it. It's plus 200. That's what Yon's at. So You can make some money with your picks. Just saying. Should I steal them? That's what Raph <laughs> hmm. I mean,
1: it's, it's good enough to take to mybookie.com. Not an official sponsor of the show, but if you like our good friend Kai Kamaka, why don't you go ahead and use his promo code? I don't know what it is. Anyway, Kai, just in the event that there is a tie... Wait, Raph, aren't the... you
0: missing a fight? Which one am I missing? Song Yadong versus Kelsey Phillips.
1: Kyler. Yeah. Kyler. Oh, yeah.
0: Kyler Phillips. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I
1: got so excited talking about. <laughs> uh, I effing told, I told you, you there were 15
0: fights. You besmirched me. And I was like, he's missing no, one.
1: shut up. Just fucking get over it. All right. I do have this one. All right, Kai, <laughs> <Kyler>. I guess. <laughs> sorry, You Kelsey. need to give this one. Kevin, you are the one that's always, there's too many goddamn fights, and I edit one of these, and yet you're the one saying, no, put one more back on there. It's right, what's Kai, on the card. One. I can't Kevin, help it. Shut up. Song dong or Kyler Phillips. I'm only giving you five seconds. Go. Was for me?
2: Uh, am, I, am I I up? said Kai. What was up? Kai. uh Kai. I'm going to go with Song Dong.
1: Alright, Song Yudong. Very good. Good job. Kevin, who do you have? <laughs> Song
2: Yudong. Come on.
1: <laughs> That's, Song, I can't believe this
2: Great.
0: is
1: the one you forgot.
0: My cousin, Kyler Phillips, versus
1: Song Yudong. I man. want to point something out. You literally made me do that so that you both could pick the exact same person. So I'm really glad we spent time where you neutralized because you both picked the same person. So, Real good time and yeah. <laughs> To yeah. the end of the show where we do have to give in the event of a tie we do tiebreakers and kevin the swings back your way mm-hmm. it is going to be telling us who are the two performances of the night that they typically give out and one fight of the night that they typically get out that way we have tiebreakers kevin fight of the night first uh dober
0: versus his opponent <laughs> uh then fight of the Next performance of the night one goes to Adesanya. I'm doubling down there. Performance of the night two is easy. It's gonna go up to
1: Rakec. Okay. And who do you have for this? Kai two performances of the night and one fight of the night, sir. Um. So I think the the
2: fight of the night will be Islam versus Junior. One performance of the night, I would have to say would be Drew Dober for his knockout. Mm. And then the other performance of the night, I think I got to go with um, – I think I'm going to go with the winner, whoever it is, of the Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling fight. No. So,
1: <laughs> nah, I can't do that. That's that's not a real person. Like, no grown-up can do that at a sports book. Sterling so, or Yan. Okay. <laughs> you did pick Sterling. So would you like to go with yeah. that? Or would you like I'll, to pick a up? Or, or I'll, really? say, yeah. I'll give him I'll the be, field for I'll minus one Sterling pick.
2: His, oh, damn it. Okay. I would, I would say Sterling by submission for his performance of the night.
1: Oh, he's really doubling down. I just love yeah, the really. fact that if you look at Kai Kamaka, he definitely on this ballot is tripling down on drew Dober that is an interesting play I don't know that I've ever seen anybody go that far to go all three well, i just, uh, for Dover.
2: the fight well the matchup itself um is gonna be fighting night right and I just feel like if drew Dober wins which i think you can it'll be in a devastating knockout fashion just because the way he fights so I I mean you got it I feel like it's gonna be a great fight and he wins by how he went always wins his knockout
1: And Kevin, you have to be a little bit afraid here because we actually have a former performance of the night winner. So he understands how much that actually means. So just to kind of make sure you understand what you're under the gun here with. Anyway, Kai, the time has come. Do you have a bet in mind now that you had a little bit of time to think about it? If you don't, that's perfectly fine. But we like to defer to the guests because Kevin, I'm sure, has one in mind. Go right ahead if you got one, sir.
2: Um, shoot, I don't know, I think, okay, I'll, I'll make, I guess this one, I guess you can say like, like, um, you have to make a post that says like, like, White Claw is the best beer ever, oh, and you have to be see? like, you have to chug a White Claw.
1: Yeah, no, Kai, you said that you didn't really know what you were going to do but you really came through at the end because that is a specifically good kind of bet. Kevin, do you agree to these terms? I agree to these terms. Loser has
0: to chuck a white claw and proclaim it's the best beer ever in
2: the winner's honor. That's fine. That's totally fine. All right. That is
1: totally fine. Okay. 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 I mean, I guess this should beg the question before we really fully stamp on it, though. Kai, are you a regular White Claw drinker? Have you had a White Claw before?
2: I've had a White Claw, yeah. Okay,
1: okay. I'm just making sure we're not not just giving you the opportunity to just sit there and be like, secret. I've always loved White Claw.
2: Well, I'm I'm Mormon, so I I I don't I don't really drink. Nah, just kidding.
1: It would have been the best twist at the end of the show being like, he was morbid the whole time? I would Uh-oh, have been like sponsored by RVCA? What? <laughs> so, Kai, he, here's a little thing that we like to do. Um, we always like to invite the person who did Over Under Kevin to come back next week after the fights. Would you like to come back next week and talk some of the fights, sir?
2: Yeah. I mean, that I'll have a little bit more ground depending on how the fights go to talk some shit. So, I mean, I would love it. I, it's not really um, uh, no, a thing where go, people Ralph. come back the next
1: week with a vengeance <laughs> to come and talk shit, He's but you know what? We'll one. make the exception for you. And just so that people know, uh, yes, if you're looking the next opportunity to go and see Kai Kamaka, Kai, your next fight is coming up on May 1st, correct?
2: Yeah, May 1st against TJ e. Brown. All
1: right, well, We are going to talk with you more about that next week. But you have such a great resume. You were one of my favorite interviews that I did all last year. And I have been waiting to bring you on Verbal Tap to talk with Kevin. And I'm so glad you were able to come in with us. You're a great sport about all these things. Kai, we're already looking forward to chatting with you next week, my man.
2: Thank you, buddy. And we are...